Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody. It is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern on X Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. We got a different show tonight, a show that I am really absolutely looking forward to. You know, typically we are talking to uncommitted prospects, both in high school and college. Well, guess what? Tonight we've got a committed prospect. In fact, he's in his second year as a sophomore. We've got Kayvon Brazil with us. He is at Alcorn State. Hey, Kayvon, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing really well, man. Thank you so much for jumping on the show. We, I am absolutely looking forward to tonight. Me too. I'm excited. Good deal. Hey, why don't you introduce yourself and maybe even back up a year. Give us an idea. What year did you graduate high school? And just because of recruiting and so forth, man, what, what kind of GPA did you graduate with? And then tell us, you know, early in your life, what got you into playing baseball and just sports in general? Yeah, so my name is Kayvon Brazil. I'm from um, Charlotte, North Carolina. And graduating college, I had a 3.5 GPA. I mean, graduating high school, I mean, I had a 3.5 GPA. Uh, really, getting, getting into it, getting into sports, I started playing baseball around four years old. Uh, I feel like it was just a thing to do at the time, not have me sitting around the house. And, you know, I played baseball, football growing up. Those are my main two sports. And baseball really just stuck with me. I played football to stay in shape for baseball, but I fell in love with both of them. And I decided to play baseball at the next level. And I feel like I have a lot of potential in that sport. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I know that the guys that uh, typically listen to this show, they're obviously uncommitted. They're going to be absolutely interested in what it is that you have to say, because they're looking to get to where you are right now. And I got to tell you, Charlotte, Charlotte's such a big, big city anyway. I mean, it's very diverse. It's growing. It's a, it's a place that people are moving to, tons of business. I mean, big high schools and so forth. D- did you grow up in Charlotte or just outside Charlotte? Yes, sir. I, I was born and raised in Charlotte around the Mallet Creek area. Okay. All right. I mean, very, very competitive area. And, and I got to say, you know, I want to highlight that GPA right off the bat, 3.5. I mean, that's what it really takes. That's the kind of thing that you need to have if you want to play at the next level. So, man, it sounds like you're already off to a great start. It was a great introduction. So give us an idea, man. What position do you play? And then what are some of your strengths? And then maybe one or two things that you're just kind of working on. Yeah, so I'm I'm a currently a left-handed pitcher. Uh, I'm around five ten or so, uh, so I'm definitely representing the little guys. Um, I would say my strength is I, I could I locate the ball well, and I miss barrels, and I I, I believe I'm gonna get people to miss hit the ball. Uh, I'm not the hardest thrower in the world, so that's currently what I'm working on. Uh, all speed is coming along well, but it can always be better. Okay, good deal, good deal. So you're 5'10". Give us an idea of what your weight is. And I know you're getting a ton of swing and misses. I mean, that sounds like your forte. 
but just the same, just so that we have an understanding. What's your velo? Yeah, so I'm around 185 pounds, and I'm low to mid-80s right now, topping around 86, 87. And, yeah, so I feel like me being left-handed definitely helps with me getting swings and misses uh, because I not many people see left-handed as well, and I have a good off-speed. Awesome. I love that. And in your freshman year, let me ask you, and, and kind of coming into your sophomore year, I mean, are you a starter, middle reliever, closer? Kind of where do you see yourself fitting in with the team? Yeah, so this past year I had the role. I was I came into all core, and I was fine with pitching anywhere because I've done all of it at some point in my career. And so I came in as a starter. I believe I threw around 77 innings, just under 80 innings. Uh, but that was during the weekend, and then we'll have a midweek game to where I'll come in and, like, from my bullpen, I'll throw one inning in the game or something like that. So that's kind of how we have my rotation going. Man, that's outstanding. That's great. That's great right there. And I haven't even gotten into where you're going to school. So, hey, you go to Alcorn State. As a freshman, you threw about 80 innings. That's big. That's huge. Yeah. That's a ton of involvement, man. Yeah, that was definitely the biggest thing uh, going into college was getting playing time. Uh, that was one of the main things I prioritized, playing time and development. Those two were what helped me choose Alcorn. Awesome, man. That's great advice right there. And that's the kind of thing that I want to be hearing about. I mean, I think it's so important when kids say, when they're in high school and they say, hey, I want to play college baseball. I mean, one of the big pieces is, man, go somewhere where you can actually play. You don't want to sit on the bench. It's a big deal to play. So, Thank you so much, Kayvon. I mean, I, I appreciate that very, very much. Hey, let me ask you something. You know, if you've been playing baseball since you were four, sound like you were super athletic. You played football as well, but obviously baseball was really your love. What is it that's really been pushing you to keep improving your skills, man, and just to get better as you kind of progressed? I think the biggest thing is me falling in love with the process. It's kind of like going to the gym to where, where you're just starting out. Uh, you don't haven't really seen any games or anything, but you say consistent, and over time you start to see your body change. That's kind of with me with baseball. Uh, I started out; I was a two-way in baseball last year. I was an outfielder and pitcher, mainly outfielder. And then I believe the year before I came to college, I went to a postgrad. And the year before I came to college, I converted to a PO. So I've been learning uh, how to be a pitcher, really. And so just seeing myself come along in the past couple years. And seeing what I could do, that's what's making me fall in love with the process and see where I could be. I love that, man. It is all about the process. It's those incremental gains. And sometimes you don't even notice it because it's so small. But you look back as to where you were six months ago or a year, and it's kind of astonishing how much you have developed. Man, I love that. Hey, one thing that you just said, and I think it's a big piece, and it's probably one of the things that can help tons of kids, honestly. You went to a post-grad school. Where'd you go? I went to TCS postgrad in Melissa, Texas. And honestly, I feel like that's if you're if you're not where you want to be coming out of high school, I feel like that's one of the best things you can do for your career. Uh, it gives you a free year to develop and get bigger, stronger, faster without wasting a year of college eligibility. And I feel like that was probably the biggest thing I've made in my big biggest decision I've made in my career so far. 
I got to tell you, man, I agree 100 percent. I think the postgraduate schools offer so much opportunity. I think one of the big keys, obviously, you need to stay under. I think it's like nine credit hours per semester so that you don't use up any of your eligibility. But you are able to take college classes that are absolutely going to help you get a degree. And you are working out with really top notch competition. I've got to assume, you know, in Texas, I'm sure your schedule was full of junior college schools. Heck, you probably played some D2 schools. I know you were playing other post-grad schools, and you were staying in front of colleges. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we played some really good Juco uh, competition in Texas. We played Weatherford, uh, Paris, Tyler. It, it was some really good, uh, tough schedules on the, um, on the schedule. And I feel like Heck that yeah. definitely helped me. It, it definitely helped me transition into actual college and playing at a higher level because it, it got me ready. I got college experience before I even got into college. Man, I love that. I couldn't agree more. Hey, everybody that's joining tonight, thank you so much for for jumping in and for supporting now D1, but also su- for supporting Kayvon. We absolutely appreciate it. If you did get in late, don't worry about it. We record this space, so we're going to retweet it out later. You'll be able to hear it in its entirety. Hey, Kayvon, let me let me just kind of stay on this post-grad just a little bit because I think it is a big deal. And and I want to I kind of want to get a feel for where you were in your high school development and, and what it was that led you and your parents to maybe really consider the post-grad uh, route before you went on to Alcorn State. Well, yeah, so my <laughs> My my high school career was a little bit different because um, COVID hit my junior year, and during that season we played five games, and so my season was cut very short. Um, then I came back my senior year, and it was around like the way they did it was a little bit different. So we only played conference games, and so I only played fourteen games my senior year, combining as in two years, and I haven't played one full season, and so. After I graduated high school, I was going to walk on at Stetson University, actually. actually. And um, uh, we figured that wasn't the best thing to do at the time because we felt like I could develop a little bit more. And TCS had reached out to me, and we felt like that was the best option for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, COVID messed up a lot of people, obviously. And then I'm sitting here listening to the schedule that you were playing. I mean, you don't even have an opportunity to be seen at all. Although, you know, I got to tell you – if you had wanted to walk on at Stetson, I'm down here in Florida. In fact, I'm in Orlando. So, you know, I'm 35, 40 minutes away from DeLand, Florida, where Stetson is. That would have been a tough, tough thing to do, quite honestly. I mean, one, Stetson, Stetson's a big-time school. It's not a joke when it comes to uh, academics, and they play fantastic baseball. That would have been a really – yeah, that would have been a really difficult transition, quite honestly. I agree. And that was around the time where the seniors were able to come back for an extra year, so the rosters were full. And so, yeah, it was just a, a difficult time recruiting-wise. I love it, man. The TCS, that absolutely set you up. And I, I'm, I'm kind of harping on it just a little bit. But, I mean, you're in Charlotte, North Carolina. How in the world did you hear about a postgrad that was in Texas? <laughs> so actually my my mom is the one who found it. She was it was around it was around early August as well. It was a couple of weeks before we moved into TCS. And uh we weren't really sure 
about Stetson. And so she was looking up other opportunities, other options. And she came across TCS and uh, they actually needed pitching. And so that's what we wanted. <laughs> Man, you got to love the moms, right? I mean, you got to love the mom. You got to love the moms. The moms are always looking out for everything. I think that's so cool. That's awesome. Man, what a blessing. You absolutely found a fantastic route. TCS in Texas is, uh, sounds like they absolutely set you up and uh, you've been able to move on to the next level. So with that in mind, kind of talk to us just a little bit about maybe some memorable moments that you've had or achievements on the field. And really, what was it that you learned from that experience? Well, one of my most memorable ones was actually recently, this past July, I was selected to the HBCU Swingman Classic in Seattle with Ken Griffey. And really, the biggest thing I learned from that, was it was more so how to network and like use the resources around you. I was talking to the players that was on my team and stuff and just picking up on little things, picking their brains on what I could do better to help my game and stuff like that. And there were a few people that was drafted from that game, so... I'm definitely going to use that advice that they gave me and build on that. Man, that's big time right there. How were you selected? What was that process all about? The way they did it was it was the 50 best HBCU or D1 HBCU players in the country. And then it was a it was a selection process with MLB scouts and um, just other people along that board. And so when I found out I was selected, I was obviously excited. And it was, I had to go a little bit harder to lock in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What a huge honor, man. I mean, that's big time right there. Top 50 as a freshman. Yes, sir. It was, it's definitely a blessing as well. No question about it. Congratulations, man. I can understand why you threw so many innings as a freshman as well. <laughs> and it just kind of speaks to that post-grad. I mean, you already had the talent. You were looking at a big time school in Stetson. You know, it's unfortunate the way COVID just really really threw a wrinkle in a lot of people's plan. And, you know, and thank goodness for mom. I mean, mom absolutely kind of figured, helped you figure it out, put you on a great path. And now look where you are, man. I mean, I think that is outstanding. Yeah, I call my mom my momager because she always has <laughs> the opportunities for me. <laughs> I love that, Kayvon. Hey, let me ask you something now. And I, something I really want to know about, your GPA is outstanding, you know, and, I, and I'm sure that was probably one of the things that your mom was concerned about in going to a post-grad and how that was going to impact you. But just talk to us now that you're in school, you're in Alcorn, how, how do you really balance your academics with the athletics? Because it always kind of blows me away. I mean, just being a full-time student is really a full-time job. And then you throw in a sport, especially a sport like baseball. Essentially, you have two full-time jobs. How do you balance the two? Yeah, so really, um, Alcorn is a little bit flexible with the schedules as well. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here and say it wasn't difficult. It's obviously difficult, especially while in season and you're traveling on the road every weekend. Uh, but I feel like you just got to prioritize. My coach is big on education as well, and he prioritizes the – student part of student athlete. So if you got to miss practice sometimes or you got a test to make up, test to do, uh, he'll excuse you from practice and then you'll just get your work in on your own because, I mean, sometimes the schedules collide and you won't be able to you, – you just got to choose one or the other and you always got to choose school at the end of the day. I know you are, and, I'm, and I guarantee 
that your mom will always choose academics first. But I'm blown away that the coach is that lenient as well and giving you guys an opportunity. I think that speaks volumes of him and who he's all about and really the, the type of program that he must be presenting. That's really impressive. Yes, sir. He, he'll, definitely, he'll definitely work with you on your schedule and everything. Hey, that's big time right there. Hey, again, everybody that's joining, uh, thank you so much again for supporting Now D1. Thank you for supporting Kayvon. Kayvon's a sophomore. He's at Alcorn State. Uh, he's obviously committed. And, uh, you know, he reached out to me. I absolutely appreciate it. And he says, you know what, I think I have something that I could share that potentially could help guys that are coming along behind me. And I absolutely appreciate that very, very much. And I tell you what, it's been a great conversation. Kayvon is a very, very sharp guy. Um, I didn't realize that he had gone to a post-grad school. I'm a big proponent of post-grad. I think there's just, I mean, I, th I think there's just a lot of opportunity for guys, especially kind of given the landscape that's out there today in college baseball with the transfer portal and so forth. I think post-grad absolutely provides a lot of opportunities. So let me ask you something, Kayvon, you know, yeah. Let's talk about maybe any particular players or coaches that have really been influential in your development, you know, at any age, through high school and into college. Yeah, so the biggest one, it really isn't a coach, but I would definitely say it's my dad. My dad. My dad hosts a lot. I remember, well, it was times growing up. He actually used to be my coach, so I guess he, he counts as one. But growing up, we'll go to the field. Uh, he'll help me with my pitching, hitting, fielding, just and it was also bonding time as well. So uh, I definitely grew up around my dad. And he helped me with the, the sports side while my mom helped me with the education side. And my dad also helps me with the mental side of baseball as well. Baseball is a mental game. And my dad definitely helps me keep my head on straight. I'll call him before and after games, and he'll give me advice on how to move forward. And I definitely utilize that a lot as often as I can, actually. Man, I got to tell you, I love that. And I tell you the reason I love it, I'm a dad. I absolutely, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm eating that up. I appreciate that so much. And uh, I know, hey, this is a special time in your life, man. There's no question about it. And uh, to, to have that, that bond with your dad that you can just kind of pick up the phone and say, hey, this is what's going on. This is where I'm at. These are maybe some of the things I'm struggling with. Hey, let me tell you how successful and what great things happened last tonight. You know what I mean? I mean, that that kind of stuff's exciting. And I know he's sitting there just waiting for that phone call, man. I think that's so cool. And I really just the maturity to to be able to recognize, you know, what he's poured into you and to um and and to be able to share it. I mean, that kind of stuff means a ton, Kayvon. That's big-time stuff right there, brother. Yes, sir. No question, man. So let me ask you, you know, you, hey, you, you knew what it was like in high school to mentally prepare for a game. You knew what it was like with the travel ball season, kind of going through the summers and so forth, what it took for you to get mentally ready. But now you're playing, like, you know, big-time baseball now. I mean, it's – you know, it's not a joke. I mean, you, there's a lot on the line. There's some of your future, you know, I mean, there's, you're playing for a lot. So when you're getting ready for a game, what is it that you're doing? What kind of routine do you go through? Or do you just have maybe, you know, some kind of ritual that you like to do? Talk to us what it is that you get ready to have your mind right to go out there and pitch and be successful. Well, the biggest thing is visualizing the day before. Like the day before a game, I'll I'll have 
a moment in time before I go to bed where I think about what I'm going to do the next day, uh, go over the game plan as well. Uh, I do a little bit of scouting the night before as well. And then really just the day of the game, the biggest thing for me is music. Uh, I feel like that that definitely helps me get my mind right before the game. And way before the game, I listen to slower paced music. Uh, it, it's a, it varies, it, but just slower type music to help me calm down. And then right before I throw my bullpen, I start warming up. Uh, I'll listen to faster paced music to like get me in the mode to go. Okay. I like that a lot, man. You kind of pace yourself. So if you had to have a go-to artist or a go-to genre, what is it when you're trying to slow things down? And then when you hit the bullpen, what would it be? If you had, you know, if you had, you just had to choose, what would it be? Yeah. So I, I'm actually a Rod Wave fan. I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but I'm a, I'm a Rod Wave fan. So to calm down, I listen to Rod Wave. I got a playlist with just him. <laughs> and so I listen to that to calm me down. And then really just before the game, before the bullpen, to help me speed up, I listen to like Little Baby or The Baby because he's from Charlotte. I like him a lot. And yeah, it just it, it kind of depends on the day for the speed up music as well. But yeah, those, those are some of my artists that I listen to before the game. Hey, I think that's really cool. I'm not going to pretend I know who you're talking about, but I wanted you to <laughs> I wanted you to, to say it because I know there's guys that are out there that are going to absolutely go, yep, I know what he's talking about. So I think that's really cool. Thank you. Hey, so let's talk about some of your goals. All right. Now, I'm, I'm sure when you were in high school, one of your goals was just to play at the next level. Well, guess what? You kind of checked that box. So now you're a sophomore, you know, what is it that you want to accomplish kind of coming in to your sophomore year? And then what are your goals here maybe over the next couple of years, three years, you know, four years, five years? Where do you really see yourself? Yeah, so definitely short term. The biggest thing for me is becoming a leader. Uh, well, more of a leader as well. As a freshman, uh, I had a little bit of say last year because I was one of the starting pitchers. But I want to definitely step up that role this un- incoming year and help the young guys or the newer guys. Uh, and baseball-wise, I just want to be able to dominate, really. That's the biggest thing. Uh, definitely limit the walks this upcoming year. Uh, I know I struggle with that a little bit. But the next three, four, five years, I definitely want to see myself in the league. Uh, I've, I've gotten a few opportunities to get my name and my face out there. And so I kind of want to build on that. Uh, within the next couple of years, and eventually, the goal is to definitely get drafted. Okay, I hear, I hear you, man. I love that first comment. I just want to dominate. I think that's big time stuff right there. And man, hey, everybody's always kind of working on the control just a little bit. There's nothing, nothing there. This last summer, did you uh, did did Alcorn State send you anywhere to play with anybody, or or what'd you do over the summer? So. Actually, this past summer, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but I started working with Tread Athletics, and that's a big company, a, di- a big pitching company out here in Charlotte. And uh, I started working with them. I got a coach who played at Virginia Tech last year, actually, Sean Fisher. Uh, so he's been working with me over the summer, and we've definitely been working on my mechanics and cleaning up a few things, and we're going to see how it turns out. Okay. Big time stuff right there, man. You got to keep surrounding yourself with uh, mentors and trainers that are, that are really helping you to continue you to develop. So big time stuff, man. Hey, again, everyone that's joined, 
thank you so much for being here. We absolutely appreciate it. I mentioned earlier that we record this space. Uh, not only do we record it to retweet it out, we record it because we turn it into a podcast. And that podcast is now D1 Speaks. And it is really, really gotten to be very, very popular. It's kind of interesting. I mean, even today, I had a couple of college coaches that were pinging me that listen to it and subscribe, and they want to jump on. You know, uh, Kayvon, you're actually our 64th episode, you know, and, and we just kind of started it just a few months ago, but we do it four times a week. And it's really resonated. And uh, the college coaches subscribe, they listen. And one of the reasons they do that is, hey, man, if they, if they hear about a prospect and they hear from one of the scouts that they really trust or they saw some video, they know if a prospect can play or they can't play. The one thing they're never 100% sure about is their makeup. You know, what yeah. kind of guy – right, exactly. What kind of guy – are they if things don't go well on the field? You know, if you're striking out, you're making error in the field, hey, you're throwing balls and you're walking guys, you know, and the game just doesn't go well. They're absolutely interested in how you're going to react to that. You know, are you going to keep cheering on your teammates? Are you going to bear down to get better? Are you just going to hang your head and want to quit? That's, that's kind of the thing they're looking at. And then they absolutely want to know about your GPA, what kind of classes you're taking, what kind of students you are. They also want to know what just generally what kind of person are you? How do you treat your coaches? How do you treat other teammates? How do you treat your parents? And I, I mean, coaches are really dialed into that. They want guys that are very mature, that can handle the business so that when they get to school, coaches don't have to worry about the academic piece, the school piece. They really want to be able to focus primarily on baseball and winning baseball games. And I think this environment is really kind of giving kids – uh, young men an opportunity to come on and say hey coach this is who I am and coaches love it and it's kind of given them the opportunity to say you know what this is exactly the kind of guy that I can come to and say hey you I want you to represent our university and I want to give you an opportunity to come and play here so Kayvon you know I, I love that you kind of you, you kind of got a little excited and said yeah you know I mean talk to us and this is kind of how I want to transition just a little bit into recruiting Talk to us just a little bit about how your recruiting process went, not so much from high school, but really, you know, from TCS, you know, what was going on and what led you to Alcorn State? Yeah, so really just coming out of TCS, uh, it was, I would say, <laughs> it was definitely some adversity in there to where we had some some showcases in the fall to where college coaches were there. And I wasn't really getting looked at at the time. And so I kind of, like, just put my head down and started grinding a little bit harder. And then over time, the coaches slowly started coming. I didn't really get my first offer until the, the spring right before we, like, I ended at TCS. And so it was definitely humbling. I was, I was kind of overlooked. And it kind of made me just go harder. And so when I got the offer from Alcorn, it was, one, I, like, the competition of their schedule. I feel like that was one of the main things. We played Ole Miss, who was at the time the current world champions. And so playing them, I feel like we'll be able to get my, my name and face on the map as well. And then, like I mentioned earlier, it was the, the playing time and the development. I knew that they needed pitching, so I feel like I would have had a big role coming into my freshman year. And like I mentioned, I threw around 80 innings. And so as a freshman, that's really good. 
and I feel like I, I handled that well. The team, the team uh, had trust in me, and so I was able to perform. And then my team had my back as well. But yeah, the the playing time and development was definitely what led me to Alcorn. That's good stuff right there, Kayvon. I appreciate that. And my goodness, I bet that was some nervous times to go all the way into the spring <laughs> before things really started coming together for you. I mean, that's that's a little bit nerve-wracking in and of itself. How did you hook up with uh, Alcorn? Did, did TCS reach out to them, or did they see some film? Did you go to a camp? Were you just playing and someone saw you? I mean, how, how did you get noticed? Yeah, so my momager was being the momager, and so they uh, there's a there's a guy who runs an Instagram page, uncommitted baseball players. Oh yeah, I, yeah, Coach Jackson. Uh, he he runs that page, and so my parents reached out to him, got me connected with him, uh, and it just so happened that over spring break at TCS, I threw live abs to some of my teammates just messing around, and I I was just recording it to see what I could work on and, um, like, be better at. And and so uh, there were some good pitches that I threw that day. I was dialed in. And so I clipped it up, uh, shortened it, and then made it to where my parents were able to send that to Coach Jackson. Coach Jackson posted it. And so uh, when when he posted it, there was a few colleagues that reached out to me. All corn stuck. Uh, they stuck out. And so we went from there. Man, that's big-time stuff. I didn't realize that you were involved with Coach Jackson at all. This is news to me. So anybody that's listening, uncommitted baseball prospects, they they are based in Charlotte. And I tell you what, Coach Jackson's probably got one of the best reputations, certainly in the Southeast, but I got to tell you, he's got one of the better reputations across the country. I mean, this guy's got an eye for talent. Yeah, he's got an eye for talent. And he's got kind of a bulldog attitude where he's going to help people really get uh, to the next level, man. I think that's so cool. Again, man, I love your mom. I mean, your mom's (laughs) all about it. And then Coach Jackson is amazing. I mean, I can't say enough good things about him. You know, anybody that's going to be listening to this podcast, just go check it out. I think his main page is is on Instagram, but he also has some Twitter as well, but it's uncommitted prospects or baseball prospects, and it's out of Charlotte. I would say absolutely check into that guy because, you, hey, you're, you're hearing a success story right here. And this is, I mean, just kind of put this into context. Here's Kayvon, you know, had a ton of talent and just wasn't getting the looks. And uh, he, he finally got an opportunity and he, you know, and he threw 80 innings as a freshman. That, you know, that is big. A lot of freshmen just literally do not play. And you had an opportunity, and you obviously were able to perform because you got many, many innings throughout the season. And then were rewarded as one of the top 50 players to go out to Seattle. I mean, that's, it's big-time stuff. And the reason I say all of this is I know there's uncommitted kids. and I, I shouldn't say kids. There's uncommitted young men that are out there that have talent, and they're just being overlooked. It's It's – this is a difficult game. It's very hard to get the right looks and to get in front of the right people. And you know what? It takes a support system. I mean, you got to have your family. You got to have the mama. You know, you, you got to have, have <laughs> you got to have the mama. And then you you need an advocate. You need somebody else to say, "Hey, come check this kid out. He's got something." You know what I mean? And so, hey, that's so cool, man. I'm really happy you shared that story. I think that is really 
honestly, I think that's really, really awesome. Big time stuff right there. Hey, this has been an awesome night. Thank you so much for coming on and kind of just sharing and, and walking through, hey, this is how I got to where I am, but I'm not finished. I, w- I want to keep moving on, and, and here are my goals and my aspirations. Really been cool. I hope you've enjoyed it tonight as well. Yeah, I definitely have, and I just want to say thank you to you and Coach Jackson for what you guys do in the baseball community for the, like you said, overlooked players, and yeah. That's good stuff, man. Thank you for the kind words. Let's kind of end tonight with what what is some advice that you would give to younger guys and, and specifically maybe somebody who's in high school that's not getting the looks that they probably think they should be getting or deserve to be getting. What kind of advice would you to get would you give to them to just keep working and um and 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 have the drive to be successful in baseball? Yeah, I would I would definitely say everybody's path is different. Um you're gonna see your friends committing before you, getting offers before you. I would just say, like, everybody moves at their own pace. Um, and, yeah, just just limit the distractions, really. You stay on your own path because um, it's all going to come to you uh, sooner or later. And so just use the people around you as motivation to – because if you're around them, more than likely you're going to be where they are as well. And so just use that as motivation to go harder, keep your head down, and – Going into college, it's definitely going to be a lot of distractions. So with the parties, the girls, the the everything. So just limit those and work on your craft. Kayvon, man, you just opened up a whole nother show, man. I don't want to, <laughs> you know, we don't want to get, uh, you know, we, we don't want to start going down the path of all the distractions that are in college baseball. I mean, that's a whole nother show. Hey, um, man, again, thank you so much for being on. That's great advice. And just the entire night, man, you got a level of maturity about you. I mean, you're on a path of being successful. You know, you're going to end up with a college degree and who knows where you're going to go academically. But I have, I mean, uh, athletically, but I have no doubt in my mind, you're going to be very, very successful just in life in general. I mean, you got a great way about yourself. And I can't thank you enough for just coming on and and really sharing your experiences. And, man, I got to tell you, I really look forward to just kind of keeping up with you and just kind of seeing where your future goes. Yes, sir. Thank you for all the kind words. That means a a whole lot to me. Man, that's cool. Thank you. Hey, I will tell everybody that's listening, tune in tomorrow night. We've got a special guest at 9 o'clock. We've got Danielle Martin coming on. This will be the second time that Danielle has come on. She runs a company called True Mindsets. Uh, she's based in California. She's got a phenomenal client list. But one of the things that she really focuses on is athletes and, and their mindset. I got to tell you, man, it is difficult to perform. The pressure to perform, the pressure to be recruited, the pressure to, to, to just go through the day-to-day grind academically and athletically is very, very stressful. And, and it, there's a lot of demands on kids in this particular case that are, you know, 14, 15, 16, all the way up to 20, 22, 20, you know, 23 years old. It is very, very stressful for these young men. And she's kind of dived into that little space. And she's very helpful, extremely helpful. She's helped a ton of guys 
I think that uh, if you want to, if you want to be educated and find out who she is and what it is that she offers, man, tune in tomorrow night at nine o'clock. I think you will be uh, very, very impressed. Hey, again, Kayvon, thank you, man. I hope that we're going to be able to stay in touch. I'd love for you to maybe come back on, man. And, and, you know, at some time in the future and just say, Hey, this is where I am now. And, and just kind of give us a little refresher. I think it'd be really cool. I'm definitely interested in that. Just anytime you're ready. <laughs> I love that <laughs> attitude. Hey, everybody, again, thank you so much for being here. We absolutely appreciate it. And uh, we're just going to end it here for tonight. So good night. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution. Trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast. Blast.